Okay, uh, case study 0019, Titanic 2, with comedian and podcast host Bronwyn Isaac. A century after the fateful voyage of the original modern luxury liner Titanic 2 sets sail, will this ship suffer the same fate as her namesake? I'm guessing probably. you doing honestly i'm doing pretty well i feel good today i I don't yeah i i just had a bunch of pasta Mm. i got to watch this ridiculous movie i watched Mm -hmm. this movie last night and Mm -hmm. i was laughing i i was crying because i was laughing yes i was full of roller coaster so many emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, I was full of confusion and questions, which yeah. I think the movie wanted me to have. Sure, sure. And I'm yeah, in general, I feel pretty okay, which is a nice – it's nice. I'm not going to screw yeah. it by going too into it, but I feel sure. good today. Good. You know what? That's really good to hear. Before yeah. we really get into the story, like the actual movie, I want to get into the details because – and I never do this, but the first thing I notice is that Shane Van Dyke was the writer and director of this movie. And I was like, huh, I wonder if he's related to Dick Van Dyke. And guess what? He's Dick Van Dyke's grandson. I had no idea. He wrote The Silence. Are you familiar with The Silence at all? It's like No, a, I don't know The Silence. Is that a thriller? It sounds like a thriller. It's... um. What was that one movie that John Cranston wrote and directed and um, starred in where they're monsters, you had to be quiet? What was that movie? Oh, um, Shut the, up or the Quiet Place? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shut up, the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was um, like basically a mockbuster off that, but it wasn't like it was supposed to be actually legitimate. I haven't seen it. I don't know. But also, like, going through his filmography, half of the movies that he has done, he wrote and directed and acted in a few of them for the asylum. So I was like, wow. oh, yeah, let's get into this. We have an asylum regular. We have a, mm-hmm. an, a, a consistent asylum vet uh, collaborator. Yeah, he's yes. a vet. He did Battle Dogs, Paranormal Entity. Okay. Uh... That's all I got. I don't know. He did a bunch <laughs> of stuff, but I was just like, oh, shit, this guy knows the asylum. So I am in for this. I am ready. He knows what he's doing. He's yes, about it. He is. And you can tell. You can tell because this feels <laughs> it knows oh, what it's doing. Yes. But also, he's also Hayden, the main gross character. Wait, wait, wait. He's Hayden? Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate his face. He is the grossest. Oh, I just want to punch him yes, so bad. Yes, so hard. He's so punchable <laughs> the whole time. His character, the acting job, all of yep. it. Wow. Absolutely. And he's related to Dick Van Dyke. Right. Where's how the do you, charm? How, how, like, did the charm, is it a recessive gene? Is charm a recessive gene and it Apparently, just didn't get passed down? It's wow. gotta be. Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm. That's wild. Yeah. All right, let's get into it. Let's jump in. Yes. Starts off with a guy like surfing. I don't I don't know where he is. I have no concept of like, is he in the middle of the ocean? Is he close to a shore? I have no idea. But there's icebergs in the not too distant distance. And he's just kind of hanging out watching them. Part of the iceberg falls off and creates a wave and he's all about it. He's psyched about it. Okay, this man, is is he surfing in the Arctic? That's what it looks like, right? Mm-hmm. It looks like this man somehow got to the Arctic alone with a surfboard. Like he just yeah. walked there <laughs> and then he just jumped into the middle of this freezing water and he's so yep. excited. Yes. Um, <laughs> he's like but, doing like fist pumps. He's psyched for this. He is so ready. I was like, what season of Jackass is this? What's going on? (laughs) This is the end point of Jackass, this movie. Yeah, death. Exactly. So then the Coast Guard gets a call about it and whatever, credits, fine, whatever. And then we see the titular boat, Titanic 2, which I believe is the Queen Mary that is docked in Los Angeles. Yeah, no, for sure it is. I looked that up because it looks old as fuck. It, they keep talking about how they've built this whole new boat. It's going to be the Titanic, too, and it's going to be amazing and brand new. And it's all rusty and it looks all like janky and gross and like, nah, this is not a new boat at all. There's rust everywhere. This is not a new boat. It's so gross. It's fully covered mm-hmm. in rust. It's- I was cracking up. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I mean, just the Titanic 2, just why, like, humans I mean, can truly never learn. Like, there, if there's oh a clearer message than the Titanic, it's don't make another one. No. Don't, don't, don't hearken this in your new boat. And the fact that from the beginning of the movie, that is obviously the theme is, is this boat going to be okay? <laughs> Should we do this? Obviously, you shouldn't. No. Like why don't bring that it doesn't matter if you believe in a spiritual world or a god no. or any of that this is summoning the devil <laughs> This isn't just history this is satanism Yes this is satanism <laughs> So we meet like one of the main characters who I guess is a nurse on the boat they they just say medical stuff I don't know and she yeah. meets her friend and her friend there's one scene in like in a little bit where they're in the infirmary and her her friend's eyes are so fucking red. There's no way she wasn't super stoned the whole time they were shooting this. I, I noticed that as well. And I was like, <laughs> I honestly, it would make sense. I would hope that everybody on this set was high. I would hope yes. that. I, no, do what you got to do. Absolutely. For sure. But she says a great foreshadowing line, which is, I swear to God, I would rather watch some of these people drown than give them CPR. What? What could possibly I, happen in the future with Titanic 2? I love I love the on-the-nose quality of all of the dialogue <laughs> in this. And I also love how much she hates people. That was the only relatable moment of the movie where she's just like, I would love for these random people I don't know to die. I was like, you know what? Yes, girl. I get that. I've worked with the public as well. It's totally exactly. valid. Yes. Exactly. And then we meet our beneficiary, I guess, the guy who put this all together, Hayden. He's got four chicks on his arms and it's he's walking slow-mo to the camera and boy, is he cool. 
only greasy and gross at the same time. He's He looks like he tried out to be on The Bachelor and got rejected. <laughs> that's, I feel like that's his look. And he has like the slicked back blonde hair. And I uh-huh. love how the line of women, it's not just that he's surrounded by women. And mm. of course, this movie was made in 2010. So their mm. outfits are mm. 2010. Mm-hmm. And it is the most mall fashion Oh yeah, like possible. The, these I'm trying dresses. to think of a good 2010s mall fashion store in uh, Rue 21. Is that one? I don't know. Like right, tr- yeah, like Wet Seal maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like Wet Seal yes. is actually too cool for what yeah. these dresses were. But agree, it's it's like next to Wet Seal maybe, mm-hmm. and they're walking by him, and they're in a line. That's what I love. Yeah. Is they are. They none of them are walking behind. They're not walking with mm-hmm. each other. They are all around his arm because they gotta let yeah. people know. But yeah, he's here. He and is they're here. with him. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, they're with the hot guy, <laughs> the resident hot guy. He's like signing autographs as he's walking down the boat hall. I don't know what it is. And some girl like runs up to him and she's like, "Will you sign an autograph?" And he's like, "What's your name?" And she's like, "My name is Tam- my name is Tammy." And he's like, "Oh, I love the name Tammy." And I thought that was so funny because nobody loves that name. <laughs> no, yeah, Tam- <laughs> like if you're Tammy. like if if you're listening and your name is Tammy, that's great, and there's nothing <laughs> wrong with your name at all. But no, yeah, yeah, it's it's not a name that people have have strong opinions about. Mm-mm. Like it's it's not it's not distinct enough for someone to be like wow Tammy (laughs) (laughs) and the best thing about that he obviously very much thinks so because he wrote that line so yeah he was like this is a really great exchange (laughs) (laughs) I love it my notes I have written I hate Hayden oh yeah no my rage for him was actually a lot of it was warranted but some of it was just like a deep Mm -hmm. hate in my heart that was Mm -hmm. triggered by him yeah absolutely that's totally valid yeah Okay, Amy is, like, waiting for, you know, they're waiting for Hayden to arrive, but then also she's waiting for a call, and the call is her dad, but (laughs) the way that she was talking to the other nurse, I don't know if it was just me, but I was assuming it was, like, a boyfriend or something. Absolutely, because she's like, oh, am I getting stood up again? Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay, so we got the hot guy, and then there's, like, a boyfriend, and then it's her dad, and he's, like, he loves her a lot, and there's no drama there. He's just, like, hi, and I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck was that set up? (laughs) It was weird as hell. It was so weird. Because also, like, oh, I mean, I'll get to that. But the distance thing between where, like, I thought you were going to come and see me off at the Titanic, too. Where are you? Oh, um, I'm stuck at work, but I'm going to go to the Arctic in, like, five seconds. And, like, the timing makes no sense. Like, oh, how yeah. can you get to the Arctic in, like, five minutes? But also, you could have gotten to New York City in also five minutes. Like, it makes no sense well, the the helicopter that he's in, because apparently it's like a magic helicopter oh. that's like not affected by inclined winds space. or anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, yeah, it's, it's like the magic school bus, but a helicopter, and he's just like, yeah, babe, I'll be there. Like, I did not. I was so caught up on the logistics of how he was getting yeah. places so fast. No, I uh, I had to like basically not concentrate on details in this movie because they were all fucked. None of them oh, made yeah. any sense whatsoever, and I could not let go of some of them. But some of them, I was just like, 
come on. These are so basic. Somebody needs to pay attention somewhere. It makes no sense. Yeah, because it's not even a matter of suspension of disbelief. This no. is a whole nother planet. Like this this movie, <laughs> it's like watching a boat sail off into a paint, like a word document or something. Like the, the visual, you're just like, I have to just let this happen. Exactly. So we've, we've, uh, What's the word not lifted off for a boat? Um, sailed. Sure. Sailed we're, away. Sailed we're into, off. <laughs> we're off Sailed and into the graphics. Sailed into the oil <laughs> painting. <laughs> exactly. And the stoner friend comes down to Amy at the infirmary and she's like, aren't you going to watch us take off? And she's like, uh, we were on the clock five minutes ago. And her friend's like, ugh, boring. And I was like, she gets it. I love her. She's my favorite. I love her. She she doesn't want to save lives. She Mm-mm. likes to smoke. She doesn't like yep. to work. Nope. Very relatable. So relatable. I'm like, yeah, I don't know how to be a nurse either. I mean, I'm not one, <laughs> but not the Even point. Even if I had the education, I wouldn't do it. Right? <laughs> <laughs> the whole send-off was so ridiculous. It was so American with like flights of like planes with red white and blue smoke coming off the back of it and like that's all I remember but it was just ridiculous oh yeah oh yeah the three planes there were three planes one was red one was right one was blue I screamed I actually screamed I was like (laughs) what I was like this fucking movie is doing this okay I wasn't mad I was actually full of awe and you know maybe I was a patriot for one minute I think probably that's what happened yeah you were like I get it now I'm gonna put an American flag in my window right now yeah I'm gonna make all of my friends feel uncomfortable (laughs) they're gonna be like what does this actually mean all of my clothes now have this flag on it because I love it I gotta let people know I'm an American (laughs) how would they know otherwise I there's no hints no so this is when we find out they're in New York City because the boat sails past Statue of Liberty. And I had no idea because it was so obvious that this was the Queen Mary. I didn't know for sure that it was Queen Mary, but it was definitely the Queen Mary. There's like, no. Yeah. They're in California. Um, Again, see the the details. I cannot get over the details and I hate it. Well, also them sailing past the Statue of Liberty. The funniest part is they don't even try to put in the New York skyline. It's literally Mm -hmm. just like they're in empty water. (laughs) Yeah, there's like no land around at all. And then there's just like a fucking copy paste graphic (laughs) of the Statue of Liberty. And it's like, by the way, this is New York. And I was just dying because it's not even it's not even a matter of just low budget or quick editing. It's like no effort. Like they were like, actually, what if we did nothing? What if we did like a collage? I mean, who would ever notice that there's no skyscrapers in front of this or in back of the Statue of Liberty? No one's going to notice that. It's just the Statue of Liberty. They'll see that and they'll be like, patriotic, that's me. I got it. Yeah, they were like, we're going to give people what they need. And what they need is very little in the most ridiculous way possible. (laughs) You're welcome, America. I mean, honestly, I said thank you. So there we go. So the Coast Guard knows about this like weird iceberg thing that the surfer saw. So dad's going to go check it out with a helicopter dude. And then he goes to the Arctic. I'm still like, I'm, I don't want to be hung up on the locations of things, but it still makes no sense to me and it makes me angry. But so he gets to the Arctic and he comes upon a tent of scientists 
As you do. As, you know, it happens in the middle of nowhere. They're so... (laughs) These scientists in the Arctic, they're both wearing jeans, which also made me crazy. I know it's so stupid in whatever detail, but, like, if you're in the Arctic, you're not wearing jeans. You're going to be wearing... You're going to be wearing clothes that don't automatically freeze you. Like, I don't know, windbreaker pants or whatever they're called. I, I was also noticing that and dying at the fact that the first man scientist that I saw in the Arctic didn't even have a hat on. Like, I was like, this guy might as well be wearing shorts. What the hell is this? Yeah, like his jacket is wide open. He's just like, whatever, dude. He's like, it's fine. I don't need to button it up. Leave me alone. (laughs) The scientist shows um, Coast Guard Dad. I should get a name for him because I don't remember what it is. Some shit on a computer. Honestly, I think Coast Guard Dad is better than whatever <laughs> name he has. It, it it captures his energy. Can we at least change it or like shorten it to CGD? Is that shorter? CGD CG. Coast Guard. Co- no, you know what? They're both hard to say, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> Co- Coast Guard Daddy. <laughs> that's longer. It's longer, oh, but it does hurt my heart more, and I guess that's what's important. <laughs> that's fair. So this sexy scientist lady is like, hey, check out this crazy stuff on this computer about icebergs. And she shows them computers. And he was like, you want to tell me what the hell I'm looking at? And I was like, thank you. Someone's got to say it because I don't know what the hell's going on. Either. I did not know what was going on. And mm-hmm. that's one of the funny things about this movie is that on one hand, it's so obvious with everything. It's like, it's called Titanic 2. People are going to talk about how they're afraid before there's even something to be <laughs> afraid of. But then on the other hand, there's scenes where you're like, I actually don't know what the hell this graphic is. Like, what are, what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> oh, my God. Every, like, quote unquote, scary scene, I was like... I can't see anything. I have no idea what's going on. Am I supposed to have like some sort of tension here? Because I have no idea. All the tension building scenes like that were in the middle of disaster were really long and really incomprehensive. (laughs) I was like, how is this a 20 minute scene Uh that also I can't see anything? (laughs) Incredible work. (laughs) I know something bad is probably happening, but I don't know. Exactly. So she explains what's on the computer, but I still have no idea what's going on. And that could be because I'm not really paying attention or it could be poorly explained. I don't know which. So that's just me. Yeah. No, I mean, I was with you and we are smart people who watch movies. So. (laughs) So smart. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. So the next scene is Hayden is looking at the sunset And Amy comes up to him and she's like, are you admiring your masterpiece? (laughs) Incredible. That made me laugh because I'm like, no, he's looking at the sunset, you idiot. He's not God. I mean, maybe that was her way of telling him that, honestly, he's so hot, he might as well be God. (laughs) It's like, I don't know, does God have hair like yours? Probably not. (laughs) No, he doesn't have the chemicals for that. Thank you. Nope. (sighs) Not enough hair gel in heaven. Nope. There was all like in that scene, like he called her a daddy's girl, which whatever, I don't care. She like throws it back at him like, no, you are knowing full well that his dad just died. Like he she's mocking the fact that his dad just died. And she's like, oh, sorry, whatever. (laughs) No, she's like, oh, I'm just a little flirty gal. Don't worry (laughs) about it. Did I just make you think of the saddest thing that just happened in your life? Anyway, so weird. Uh, get over it. A uh, funny thing about me is I don't care. 
Yeah, like you could, that was the only moment that I had any empathy for him. Um, But rather than empathy for him, I felt like it was just my hatred for him was shifted onto her in that moment. (laughs) Like I just moved the hatred over. (laughs) I was like, I don't know if I can have I think that's totally fair. I feel like the dad, like Coast Guard dad was the only character I kind of cared about. Oh, Coast Guard dad was great. He's so sweet. Like he really just like wants to save everyone. He loves Mm -hmm. his daughter. I was like, okay, man, you're wholesome. I I support you. He yeah. was wholesome. Wholesome as hell. Honestly, it was like very refreshing. I kept waiting. Like, are we going to find out some secret? Like, I don't know. He's engineering an iceberg to make money or something. Right. Because he was too good for this movie. Like that yeah. character was too good. He was way too much of a person for this movie. I was like, <laughs> okay, you feel human, like an actual person I would meet and like. This is not matching up with anyone else in this movie. No. There has to be a twist. There has to be something going on. But. No, he was just that great. He was. I wish he was my fake dad. Not really like my dad a lot. I love my dad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dad. I love you. I'm sending this to your dad. Don't you dare. I'm going to get his number. That would be so weird. (laughs) Hi, you don't know me, but your daughter made this. You need to listen to this episode so you can catch the line she says about you. (laughs) She also curses Christ a lot, so it's really weird. Yeah. (laughs) She is not a Christian. Um... Shut up. I am too. Don't tell him that. <laughs> oh my god. This is the this is the podcast where the truth comes out. <laughs> Shut up. All right, so we find out that this boat is going to take the same route as the original Titanic, which good job. Love it. Love it. So it's important good. to never learn anything. No. That's an important thing as a society. Yes, learning is for nerds. Who wants to do that? Yeah, hot people go on boats and die. (laughs) (laughs) So um, Gene Scientist, who um, doesn't wear a hat in the Arctic, he's like collecting samples and he drops one and it develops this chasm in the iceberg that is so beautiful and stupid. And he's running for his life and he falls backwards into the chasm. And I loved it so so much because it was just a still shot of him falling into like a computer generated chasm it looked <laughs> literally so <bad>. <laughs> <laughs> i was like i remember taking a photoshop class when i was like 18 mm-hmm. and and creating like one of the worst photoshops of my life it was like <laughs> casper the ghost on a bus i was like this is so funny and that was more artful than this moment like <laughs> i i was like is this actually a movie right now no <laughs> No, seriously, like this movie did not need to be made immediately. Like there was no movie they were competing with. They could have like took their time and gone into the details and been like, maybe we should like, I don't know, make this a little bit shinier, make this a little more movementy. Like it makes no sense that this was rushed so hard because you have nothing to compete against. There were there were a lot of people waiting for Titanic (laughs) 2. (laughs) <laughs> there, there there wasn't like a bunch of people tweeting about when will Titanic 2 come out? We need this. It's 2010. Where what is it? What happened to Jack? Well, <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, in all fairness, I got to admit that there are a few James Cameron movies that I have not seen and Titanic is one of them. I don't know what happened in those years where he was really popular, but I was just like, no movies for me. And that's one of them. I will confess, I actually did not watch Titanic until 2020. 
uh, shortly after the wow. pandemic hit. Yeah. So You're like I, me. Yeah, I am like you. In fact, it was like a moment at home. One of my roommates made food and they're like, do you want to watch a movie? And I was like, yeah, you know, I've never seen Titanic. And he was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm very recent to the Titanic world. So, you know, the first one's very fresh in my mind. So I can really <laughs> see the through line with this movie. You can see the parallels, right? It's not quite as good as this one, I will say. Oh, well, that's not surprising. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, you know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Kate Winslet, just her and Leo, like they've, you know. We get it. They couldn't We're bring cute. the pathos that this one had. No, this one has heart. <clears throat> okay, I have this in my notes, but I don't remember it. Apparently, there's a girl on Titanic 2 reading a book named The Original Titanic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's um so good. I mean, there were so many. Mo- I didn't catch that, so I'm really glad you yeah. wrote that down because I didn't. Some my brain You're did welcome. not catch that one. Uh, yes, thank you for that. I there were so many moments where there was a joke or something that maybe the movie didn't make clear whether it was supposed to be a joke, but I was like, this is obviously a joke, and I was like, everyone who made this had so much fun. Like, they had to have. They had a full weekend on the Queen Mary where they could just run wild and do whatever they wanted. That had yeah. that been like, that would be like a church lock-in, but fun. I oh, mean, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they're like, we are going to make a really stupid movie. And mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. I would love yeah. to be on Titanic 3. I'm just putting uh, that out there, right? See, yes. Let's write Titanic it. Titanic 3. Yeah, let's Let- write it. We <laughs> can use it. it and start you know, it. <laughs> we can edit it using TikTok filters and it'll look better <laughs> than this one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And no lies. Okay, so there's a party because, like, we have to celebrate the fact that the Titanic 2 is, god damn it, what's the word? I keep wanting to say lift off. Sailing, cruising, pushing, buttering, sputtering. Right. Well, this is getting worse. I'm voyage. sorry. <laughs> no, it is, but that's fine. It's the maiden voyage of Titanic 2. So let's celebrate. And the party looks like a high school dance in a gymnasium and oh it was yeah great it was so oh my god beautiful. the party scene was so funny also <laughs> also because hayden is just walking around with his parade of women and they're just following yep. him and they're going like table to table to make an appearance and i was like there's like five tables <laughs> like you can slow down yeah slow your roll because we got a lot of tables that are empty so just hold off there yeah it's gonna be okay bud <laughs> i was like half expecting usher to make a cameo in that scene <laughs> because like this was around the time when usher was cameoing and everything right and i just like really would have loved if he had been the dj or something at this party on titanic 2 <laughs> <That's, laughs> that would have my... been pretty perfect like everything else about this movie was perfect so that's really my only note um <laughs> is that usher should have been there in that scene that's fair okay so the scientist lady and coast guard dad are on the helicopter And she's got her, like, laptop. She was able to save her laptop. He's like, how much time does the Titanic 2 have until impact? Because my daughter's on there. And she's like, they've only got 15 minutes. Wow, this is going to be a short movie. But it wasn't. (laughs) No, it... Okay, can we talk about, like, how was this movie... So this movie is an hour and a half, which is pretty short for a movie. That's, like, pretty standard Mm -hmm. short. I feel like now a lot of movies are two hours at least, even Uh if they don't need to be. So I was grateful that it was 90 minutes, but it was a very long 90 minutes. 
Yes. Yes. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know, not because the filmmaking, the filmmaking was incredible, no. but. Yes, of course. <laughs> because, like, they had so much of the plot happen in the first 40, 50 minutes. Uh huh. So, Absolutely. not only could you predict everything, but, like, all of it happens. And then you're just, like, watching 30 to 40 minutes of, like, the end slowly play out. You absolutely nailed it. That's exactly what happened. It was like all this stuff. It- What's the one, the Poseidon movie? Like that movie, it was like nonstop tension. And like we get, you know what? Why am I even comparing these two? This movie was so much better. But obviously. Like, obviously. But like the first half of this movie was just like high stakes. We got to do shit. We got to get this stuff done. And then the second half of the movie is like, we fucked up. I hope somebody saves us. And all the tension is, I don't know, maybe somebody will save us. Maybe somebody won't. I don't know. Deal with it. Yeah, exactly. It it was like why they could have had a lot longer to build up the tension and then just had the last 10, 15 minutes Mm -hmm. rather than the the last half of the movie be will anyone save us? Because we're just watching people and we know some of them are going to die. We just don't know which ones. Oh, but don't we? (laughs) Can you imagine? Actually, that would have been an amazing move if everyone survived. (laughs) They were like, (laughs) it's the Titanic too. Um, And yes, there's another. And we've learned our lesson. So Everyone's Everyone's fine. fine. (laughs) We have the best lifeboats possible. It's like a sponsored movie. (laughs) Brought to you Uh. by (laughs) Amazon Lifeboats. (laughs) Oh, God. So now we've got a helicopter that's extremely low on fuel. And then... Oh, my God. We're all over the place here. It's like coming back and forth to the helicopter. And then the ship, the motor broke that is brand new. And that because they went too fast. Like, what? And then they can't turn any other engines on, so they have to just coast while this tsunami is coming towards them. But they want everyone to get on the upper decks. But that makes no sense to me. Like, if a tsunami is coming, do you want everyone on the upper decks? Like, that seems like a way to wash them away. That didn't make any sense to me. I was like, but they're going to get washed. Yeah, washed away. Like, wouldn't they need? I I don't. I truly did not understand, especially because I guess one of the big tensions was, oh, there's tsunami and iceberg. And of course, they're, you know, because of each other. And you need to be in different parts of the boat for either, right? Right. So you need to be on the uh, upper decks to survive the tsunami. But then with the iceberg... Or was it the reverse? Because, like, I was so confused. <laughs> exactly. Because then they're like, actually, you need to go to the bottom of the boat. <laughs> right. And they I was kept like, changing their minds on everything. I was like, how is this a plot that I could predict and it's playing out for 45 minutes, but the logic of survival is still so confusing? Yes. Like, even when there's only a few characters left on the boat that are alive, I'm like, that yeah. haven't been on, on lifeboats, I'm like, mm. wait, why are they down here? <laughs> what? Like, I know more water is going to come, but what is happening? Yes. And they were like, everyone's like, okay, we need to get in the elevator. That seems like a poor choice. Shouldn't you be taking the stairs at some point? Like, elevators are notoriously bad for emergencies. You don't take the elevator. Yeah, you want to be trapped in a box while everything's falling apart? No, you need to be mobile. Yes. This movie is stupid. There's so many scenes of, like, 
passengers like running all over the decks and like I thought it was so funny. It was stupid that I thought it was funny, but I love the shots of people running past the gift shop of the Queen Mary because it's just like postcards and t-shirts. And oh like, yeah. That's adorable. No, that that was great. That was great. <laughs> I was honestly, I was a little disappointed that they didn't try to have musicians on the deck yeah. of the Titanic too. Right? And like oh. if you really want to call back to the Titanic, I was like, have like a, a really bad like EDM DJ like because <laughs> it's like 2010 like with their laptop like trying to be like dead mouse or something <laughs> i like that but i figured hayden would have like some weird cover band like a bon jovi cover band going oh yeah on, like the stage of the high school dance but EDM's good too, I guess. No, no. I mean, I hate EDM. No offense no, to no, anyone no. listening. But it would have been so perfect. It would have been perfect. But also like a really bad Bon Jovi cover would also be perfect. <laughs> Maybe it could be a Bon Jovi EDM remix. Oh my God. You're blowing my mind. We need to make the third Titanic. That's I what think, I'm hearing here. I think Titanic that's exactly three. what I'm hearing. <laughs> There's all these shots of like everything's in chaos and like the passengers are running everywhere and there's multiple shots of people tripping upstairs. I love that so much because when I panic or try and walk fast, I trip upstairs every single time. Oh, yeah. No, I felt like that was realistic because so many times when you see emergency moments in movies, Mm -hmm. I mean, you do see people freak out, but like they're still kind of functional. And in this, nobody was even (laughs) like they did not even know how to get their life jackets. Like they were just like, I guess I'm going to die. (laughs) What happens now? I have no idea. They're just like drooling and falling over, (laughs) just like completely (laughs) incapacitated. I have so many like notes that are just like, I don't even know where they go because it's just like general, we require immediate assistance. That could be anywhere. That could mean anything. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah, most of my notes were like just making fun of the visuals. Like just every time there was a wide shot of the Titanic just on the water. <laughs> oh, yeah, that super real wide shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, this clip art is really high tech. I couldn't. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what's happening in my life right now. <laughs> oh, it's uh, so good. I did. I also had a moment. Uh, one of the moments where Coast Guard dad is with the scientists. They're looking at the icebergs and they're like looking at, oh, shit, this this is going to break. It's it's a problem. Yeah. And one of them is like, yeah, and climate change isn't real. And obviously they're being sarcastic. <laughs> and I was like, well, one of the great things about this movie is 90 percent of the time, any movie that references climate change would make me anxious. But this is so badly made. <laughs> like, it's so bad. I'm not like, yeah, you're right. I'm just like, OK, well, this movie is fake, though. <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, but this is not how it's playing out. This is, no. You're like, I don't have to worry about climate change because this movie sucks. It's fine. Yeah, like, I'm like, actually, this movie's so bad that it's making me less anxious about the climate for, like, an hour and a half because I can't, I know I can't trust this movie to predict things. Exactly. You know it's not real. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I also also was like, yeah, the Earth's flat, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Prove otherwise. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> the the visuals were very flat earth. Um like it looked like like because there was never a horizon. <laughs> uh I should clarify to anyone listening that I'm not a flat earther. Um <laughs> <laughs> 
I uh, I believe in uh, science. Sure you do. That's what you sure. say now, but yeah, I, well, gotta do damage control, you know. <laughs> all right. So here's another time where I have a huge problem with the distance. Like Dad was fine with meeting his daughter at Titanic to same day he would have gone to the Arctic or wherever the fuck. But now it's taking forever to get to the Titanic 2. Like, he should have been there by now. This makes yeah. These distances make no sense, and it's making me angry. Well, it's so weird because, yeah, he goes to the Arctic in five minutes, and mm-hmm. then when they're low on fuel, he has to go to Canada. It doesn't matter what part of Canada. If you were in the Arctic, yeah. Canada is not that far from New York. Or, like, wherever the <laughs> no. fuck. I mean, you know, wherever, the, wherever in the water they are, right? Right. You just made me think that maybe... Shane Van Dyke was like, I have, I grew up in California. I just assume that all this stuff is right next to each other. What? It's like five minutes, right? <laughs> yeah, no, this is, this is, this movie is a cautionary tale about the bad geography, like how the U.S. has a really bad <laughs> education system. No one knows about geography. <laughs> that makes sense. I mean, that's fair. I mean, yeah, that is accurate. <laughs> okay so all these people are going down elevators to get to the um, lifeboats which question mark are submarines as well is that fair to say like they look like submarines right yeah because there's like these so they had like the regular lifeboats and then they had what are called the dive tanks and oh. I was like, is that another word for submarine? I was really confused by that. Yeah, I don't even remember them like, what being the fuck two is separate things. I yeah, I was super confused by that. Yeah, um, I, don't know. I guess I'm not smart enough to get this movie and I'll have to yeah. study up more so I can really keep up with it next yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. No, you should like do some studying before you watch movies some, like this. So some you YouTube so videos. Stupid. Yeah, we all need to. Uh, yeah, word of the wise, if you're going to watch this movie, you need to like read some books or watch watch at least a five minute YouTube video. Otherwise, it's going to be, you're going to be in too deep. Pun intended. Uh, What? (laughs) So Hayden, like everyone's at the elevators trying to go down to the lifeboats and Hayden's there and some random uh, MAGA guy, I assume, runs up to Hayden and punches him in the face. And I was like, yay. But oh, it's the guy, it was gross guy. So I don't care. But like, that's totally valid response. You know exactly who made this happen and you know who's responsible. Oh, yeah. No, I was I was very glad. I also just like wanted to see him punched in general. So the yeah. fact that he was responsible, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, good. I also <laughs> just love the whole everyone being like, wait, the guy who owns Titanic <laughs> too isn't trustworthy. He doesn't what? have the best ideas and sense of safety. That doesn't seem right. I don't it's know what shock. you're talking about. It's a true shock. <laughs> They're um, trying to get to the infirmary, which is somehow in the like the bowels of this ship. They're running down these pipe filled hallways. It just looked gross. And I'm like, what? This is a a luxury ship. You should put your infirmary somewhere nice looking because this is disgusting. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense at all logistically. This comes up to one of my favorite scenes ever in a movie. Let me just pour this one real quick. Yeah. I mean... Obviously, one of your favorite scenes was in this movie. It was full of gold. <laughs> I would Obviously. expect nothing else. <laughs> Hayden and Amy get to the infirmary where I don't remember her friend's name. So the stoner lady is there and she's injured and underneath a bunch of stuff <laughs> surrounded by medical supplies. And she's like, we need to stop the bleeding. Get me a credit card. Oh, what? yeah. 
I, what? It, am I insane or does that make absolutely no sense whatsoever? Oh, you have heard the old <laughs> the old <laughs> credit card stops a wound trick? Yeah, I was truly ready for whatever magic they were going to perform. <laughs> I did not know how that was going to play out. I need something covered in germs right now. Stat exactly. and some tape. Do you have scotch? Because that's the Do best. Do you have some germy plastic so I could get an infection? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Oh, I love that so much. I mean, so happy. Absolutely incredible. I, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, there was a point where I was like, does the dad, is he taking a nap in the helicopter? Like, why is this commute (laughs) so long? Like, like, don't wake him up. He looks so peaceful. Yeah. I also just love that throughout, like, they get worried about fuel, but throughout Mm -hmm. the whole movie, there's never concern that in all of this extreme weather, this helicopter will be affected. Because, you know, as we all know, helicopters are the most sturdy, (laughs) the most sturdy form of transportation. They never get in accidents. Mm -hmm. They can carry lots of weight. They're completely Mm -hmm. fine. Yeah. No, I I just have to pause to read my notes because they're all stupid and dumb. Like, cut this (laughs) fine, whatever. But like... Elevators, lifeboats, it's all so fucking Well, I mean, it's hard because the last, like, literally, like we said, the last 40 minutes of the movie is, like, one scene. Like, or, like, maybe two scenes if you want to say that the helicopter and the boat are separate. But, like, we're mostly watching Amy and Hayden. Yeah. You know? For way too long doing dumbass shit. Okay, so there's an explosion, apparently, because that's what's in my notes. I don't remember it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh I know. <laughs> They're in, I don't remember where they are, maybe an elevator, but Hayden <laughs> Hayden hits his head on the box that's um, break in case of emergency to get the axe. And that also made me laugh because it's his head. Oh, I mean, I, I loved that. I loved watching Hayden try to clean up after himself <laughs> and like failing. And like that the movie so was hard. obviously trying to rehabilitate his image. It was supposed to be like, look at uh, him. He doesn't want Amy to die. I'm like, that's just because he thinks she's hot. Like this man. Right. Like, he doesn't care about people. Like, no. Also, it's about his ego. It's about feeling like a hero. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he is hamming it up. He's like, if I mm. die. At least you'll have survived. Shut the fuck up, dude. No. For real. <laughs> like, like if they were actually in a relationship, if there was any chemistry or character, then he could pull yeah. off saying something like that. Because, I mean, yes, in the face of death, who wouldn't say something dramatic? But this man, this cartoon <laughs> this <man>. character. <laughs> it's like, now that my yeah, harem no. is gone, I guess you'll do. <laughs> Exactly. They show a shot of like some people in their life, their submarine lifeboats. And this woman is like forlornly looking out the like weird window, submarine window. She's like, not again. Bitch, you weren't there the first time. You're not allowed to say again. I love the idea of her like, (laughs) like, I'm like, is this the actual Rose? Like, just imagine. (laughs) She's a time traveler. (laughs) There's like a hundred year old lady who's like, damn it, I thought the second time would be better. That would have been funny. <laughs> it's like a super old lady who's just like, God damn it. I didn't survive the first that. time for this. <laughs> okay, they're in the elevator with dummy. Uh, my my notes are in the elevator with dummy and stoner. 
that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, I mean, Stoner, like, sh- yeah. <laughs> she's in bad shape. She's got a germy credit card on her clavicle. and Yeah, she's pretty doomed. Yeah, we all know that's going to happen to Dummy, but it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I still don't understand how the lifeboats were deemed dangerous. Okay, thank you. Okay, I was really okay. confused because at first, of course, the instruction is get everyone in the lifeboats, get everyone mm-hmm. off the boat. And mm-hmm. then there's this dispatch from Coast Guard Dad where he's like, the lifeboats are dangerous, everyone's doomed. And But why? And then like at one point they say, oh, it's because of the tsunami, it's going to like wash all those away. I'm like, okay, if, if that's true, that doesn't mean the lifeboats are dangerous. That means there's a tsunami. But the way they right. talked about the lifeboats made it seem like there was a fucking bomb in the lifeboats or something. I right. was like, what? I, like the way it was no. phrased was so confusing for no reason. None of it made any sense yeah. because they're in like encapsulated boats. They could go underwater. If they, a tsunami goes over them, they're fine. Right. I don't think any iceberg is going to damage it because it's so small. I don't know what I'm talking about. But still, it's like... They're tiny. They would just get pushed a little bit. They're fine. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get that. And I was also like, well, if the lifeboats are doomed, I feel like everyone's doomed. So just let them be in the lifeboat. <laughs> let, them have right. their, let them have their castaway right. moment before they die instead of forcing them to be on the sinking ship. <laughs> right. And the dad keeps saying, don't get on the lifeboats. They're dangerous. But how is the ship less dangerous? That makes no sense to me. Yeah, because the ship, it's like the ship is sinking and it's really heavy mm-hmm. and like there's all this water rushing around it. Yep. So like you could drown inside the ship. Yeah. Uh and that might have happened. Yeah. <laughs> that might have that may have happened to some characters. What? Sorry to spoil it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Hayden and BFF and um, Amy, they're like trying to get out of the elevator because that was a bad choice to begin with. And they're like going through all these like Jeffrey tubes, if it was a starship, I don't know what they are in a boat. And they get to a door and they're trying to pry it open and they're like squeezing through some door. And I'm like, oh, this is going to end really fun. Though Amy gets through and Hayden gets through. Let's let the injured girl get through last because that's going to be a good idea. Well, yeah. Yeah. And so she obviously dies in like the most horrific way possible, being squeezed by some like I don't even know how this door was not being able to open because it's like a submarine door that just opens, but crushed to death through the abdomen. So that was fun. Yeah, that was absolutely wild. And then, of course, Hayden has to be the hero and be like, I know it's so sad that she's dead, but, you know, her life won't matter (laughs) if we don't survive. I was like, that's not really true. I get what you're trying to do, bro. But he's like, so we've just got to move on. And I mean, yeah, like he is right. They do have to move on if they want to survive. But I just love <laughs> watching him try to be a person. Right. It's so funny. One of the next scenes is made no sense whatsoever also, I guess I should say, where they had to jump over this puddle that had been electrified by downed wires. So they're like, Hayden goes through it like he's like going through this pipe and he's doing a monkey bar thing and cross this pipe across a puddle. And he's okay. Your turn, Amy, do it. And she gets halfway through him. She's like, I need help. I'm going to let go. And he goes to help her, but he doesn't do anything. He just grabs her hand and puts it back on the pipe. And then they both go back. Like, there was no help 
that happened there. It made- He's like, okay, you you didn't run out of strength. You just need me to move your hand because you don't know where to put it. Like, what? It, that scene made so little sense that it angered me. Oh, no. yeah. I mean, I, I feel like at that point I was like, okay, <laughs> will they both live? Which one's going to die? <laughs> I was like making bets. I was like, I feel like she has to survive because Coast Guard Dad is so crucial to the movie. Yeah. And he's really the only likable character, whether this movie knows it or not. So we need her to survive. Mm. But also Hayden is the guy, right? you know, and he's the boat dude. So like boat <laughs> dude might need to survive also. But can they both survive? This is Titanic, mm. too. I mean, as we know, in the first one, no. only one survives. No. So. Don't say that. I'm so sorry for the spoiler. No, what happened in the first one? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm really sorry to everyone who's been waiting to watch it. (laughs) All right. So some crap happens. They hear knocks, blah, blah, blah. People are dead. (laughs) So stupid. Like the rest of this movie is just like, ugh, ugh, ugh. They go to a diving locker and there's only one oxygen tank because other people had the same idea, I guess. And so... I'm so glad we're at the end of this movie. (laughs) Uh, So Hayden's like, no, you have to wear this crazy wetsuit and have the tank because whatever. I don't know why, because I'm the hero and I wrote this movie, so we have to do it this way. And this diving locker, by the way, was made out of plywood, like, or particle board. That was not a steel diving locker. That made no sense to me. Absolutely particle mm-hmm. board. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hayden, Hayden explains to her, like, literally eight times, <laughs> like, how, you know, no, if you try to save yourself, then maybe you can revive me. No, but otherwise we'll both die. So, like, you need to take the life jacket. Like, okay. And he just explains it so many times. I'm like, okay, we yeah. got it. We yeah. got it. Okay. And yeah. she's like. I'm like, do, do you think she's stupid? Like, <laughs> she's, obviously, yeah. Obviously. There's all these shots at this point of a giant tsunami, I'm sorry, a mega tsunami going over the boat and capsizing it. And I know this because they explained it. And that's the only reason I know this, because I could not see shit. Like, the screen was black. I put my vision, whatever thing, up as bright as it could go, and I could see absolutely nothing. It was just a black screen, a little outline of a wave, and that was it. Yeah, I was like, is my computer broken? Right? (laughs) (laughs) I was actually like, did the movie pause? What's happening? (laughs) And then someone says, look. I'm like, Okay, where? Like, what? I I feel like everybody involved in this movie was so stoned. And by the time they were making the end, they were just like on an edible. And they're like, this all makes sense. And they're like, we're just not going to watch it back. We're just going to put it out there in the world. Everyone gets it, right? That's the only explanation. Absolutely. (laughs) All right. So the dad helicopter. Did Did we pass the part where they tried to refuel and the tsunami took over the plane that was trying to refuel them? I don't remember. Oh, yeah. We talked about them going to Canada, but we didn't talk about the tsunami taking over the plane. That's pretty hilarious. Like, what? Yeah. The plane got taken over by a mega tsunami. (laughs) Probably probably treated the plane better. Yeah, right? (laughs) So Coast Guard Dad is like, okay, I've got a thousand feet of rope. Hold on to this. I'm going to go discover. I'm going to go explore this uh, Titanic 2 that's underwater and save everyone. And then he hands her like five feet of rope. And I'm like, "Mm, that was not a thousand feet of rope. 
And he jumps into the yeah, water. Yeah, it... He doesn't know how to count. <laughs> Five, a thousand, it's fine. He's like, listen, it's a lot, okay? This is stressful. It's probably more than I am tall, so it's fine. Exactly. <laughs> so Hayden and Amy are stuck in the locker, and they kiss, and I'm like, gross. That's all I remember. It is gross. I'm like, y'all are dead. <laughs> like, this is basically necrophilia. What's going on? <laughs> and he's freezing. And God, there's this whole conversation that made no sense, but it did if you were, I hated it. I, I Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I agree. And and it felt like in the original Titanic, I'm sorry. No, um, no spoilers. No, go ahead. You know, there's that last conversation, and I felt like this movie was trying to have that, but it was so bad, (laughs) and it was so bad, and it was longer, Mm -hmm. and they also didn't have a romance. Like, there wasn't a bunch of emotional chemistry that had developed over the movie. Mm -hmm. They didn't have memories to look back on. So it's just like them making weird small talk at the end of their <laughs> lives like I, I but also like oh but hey if we survive maybe we could like hook up and then like for two weeks <laughs> and then like it's awkward after right? that like that was the energy remember when your dad died that was so weird yeah wow oh sorry did I make you sad anyways loser <laughs> <laughs> Super random of your dad to be dead. It's so crazy. Oh my god, my dad's not though. <laughs> yeah. By the way, my dad's on the way because he's alive and he loves me. <laughs> uh, oh my god, I love it. Uh, all right, so Hayden is straight up dead at this point. He's drowned. He's cold, and he's like, before he drowns, he's like, "It's okay. I'll be frozen, and you'll be able to revive me once whatever." Blah blah blah. And I'm like. Mm. All right, well, you know, do that. Yeah, I love this logic he has. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, obviously, yes, people can give someone CPR and, like, get the water out of their lungs, sure. but that's very rare. Yeah. The fact that his whole plan is you will resurrect me is hilarious. <laughs> He's like, it's fine. I'm- You're just going to bring me back to life. It's uh-huh. super chill. Don't worry about it, babe. I'm totally almost Jesus, so it's totally cool. It's fine. Yeah, he's like, also, obviously, you're... <laughs> You are a good enough nurse to do that. We know she's not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, is she even a nurse? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so um, Coast Guard Dad is, like, swimming through this boat and knows exactly where they are for some reason. And that's pretty awesome. And he rescues his daughter and a corpse. Oh, after the daughter makes out with the corpse for a little bit. And they... <laughs> As yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> And uh, he brings them up to the surface because he's got that five-foot rope that he gave the other scientist lady. Oh, and also she's now in a raft because the helicopter went down and killed the helicopter pilot because fuck that guy. Wow. It it just got really sad after that. It was really sad. It was just like, there's just like this shot in the last scene where she's just trying to bring fucking Hayden back to life. And you know what? I was watching her do CPR and I was like, oh, God, do we want the white lady giving this guy CPR? She has absolutely no rhythm whatsoever. It's like, (laughs) it's painful to watch. It is. I felt like she was just beating his chest Uh and like screaming like, you can't be dead. Like, I was like, this isn't CPR. Like, there wasn't, there. you're right, there was no rhythm. It was, like, mm-hmm. very random. It was very jamming with yep. it at the moment and then screaming no. and then jamming and screaming. Is it legal to do CPR without screaming at the victim? Because I've never seen anyone do CPR without screaming at them to stay alive or 
come back or you've got this or whatever. You know what? That's a good point. I think we should start arresting people who aren't <laughs> yelling <laughs> when they do CPR. If, if they're not verbally abusing the dead, um, I don't think they're they trying. should not get a license. I don't think they're trying hard enough. Definitely not. Definitely not. You know, so basically, um, that's it. He's dead. She uh, makes out with him again because she's got that weird key. Gotta say goodbye. <laughs> this movie was just her waking up to the most fucked up kink possible. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Whoops. How did that happen? <laughs> I do love that there's so long of her trying to. Oh bring my him god! Back it was the longest scene ever. <laughs> what? I was like, okay, if he's gonna be dead, just let him be dead. And I kept thinking, okay, this movie's ridiculous enough. It's gonna bring him back to life like 15 minutes after he died, but it doesn't. Nope. So it just is like us realizing that he's still dead for like 10 minutes and that's the end of the movie and I was like okay well honestly accurate this is fitting like for the experience of this movie this like completely checks out yep it yes and that scene was so fucking long that I was like there's no way they're just gonna let him die because that what kind of payoff is that and they're like right oh they're trying to equate it to the first Titanic that was uh, relevant to this movie so hard that it had to be very similar to the ending of that Titanic where the love interest of the man had to die. Right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> that no, yeah. this was this was an artistic this is an artistic <laughs> choice. You're right. This was our this was our and you know what? It's our fault if we don't get it. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. So honestly, it's on us somehow. <laughs> um, if this movie doesn't measure up, maybe we weren't ready for it. You know, I, I can't disagree with that because I have a hard time with art. Sometimes I just don't get it. Yeah, it's sometimes fine. I'm like, whoa, Titanic 2? What is this referencing? <laughs> okay, so after... I should go back and say the last five seconds of this movie is like a shot of the sunrise and like a whole group of helicopters coming to the scene for no reason. And that's it. And that like this guy's dead. Helicopters. Credits. That's what you end with. Marinate in that truth that you that truth bomb you just got dealt. Yeah. So after that, I was like. This sounds actually kind of familiar. Did somebody actually try and build the Titanic 2? And they did. And guess what? <laughs> did you also look this up? Um, I did, but I wanted, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was dying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is slated to be launched in this year, 2022, which is very exciting and I got to see pictures of it and it's an exact replica the like the inside the interior it didn't look like a shitty museum like the Queen Mary it looked like the Titanic and it was beautiful and gorgeous I just I think it's so funny that in the cursed times we live in <laughs> their Titanic 2 is actually on the bingo card like that there is one like I just love it's like yeah 2022 uh, everything's going so yes, well let's like make it happen <laughs> let's bring this back yeah nothing could go wrong i just it's so funny uh i would i would i would absolutely like go on a tour on it i wouldn't go uh, on sea you know what i mean yeah. like if it was docked i would go on and look at yeah. it but i i wouldn't oh. want it to leave it no no like it For needs sure. to be it needs to be next to the land so that if something happens i can just swim <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. i would wear i would like wear a life jacket in the gift shop <laughs> 
I'd be like, I'm not taking any chances here. I'm not an idiot. I know how this works. Yeah. <laughs> They're all like, ma'am, <laughs> we are kicking you out. <laughs> Who are you? Uh, yeah. I guess their first, like, is built in Dubai, but it's going to do the same route that the original Titanic did from Southampton in England to New York City, which, you know what? Go off. You do you. Wow. Well, I guess maybe this movie really is a prediction. (laughs) I mean, have you seen the guy that built the actual Titanic 2? He's not far off from Hayden. Clive Palmer? I'm just fucking with you. He looks nothing like that guy. Okay, but his name's Clive. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Also, when he was young, his hair wasn't that different. Right? It was like the side-swept version. (laughs) He's the same genre of man. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm a super rich dude, and I want to make things happen that are weird and stupid. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty much. So, Bronwyn, do you have a an alternative title for this movie? <laughs> Maybe. I, I really just want to make it like Titanic 2, Too Hot to Handle, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I want it to be like Titanic 2, Iceberg Drift. Um <laughs> those are those are my contenders Um, both gold by the way uh, thank you i appreciate Mm -hmm. that yeah or you know we could just go really on the nose and just name it we haven't learned (laughs) the ship (laughs) yeah that's good that's good that's good yeah do you have a favorite quote from the movie i think honestly i know this is i know this as a quote this isn't like that juicy but i think we could get to Canada <laughs> when Coast Guard dad is like, we can get to Canada in 20 minutes. Like that was one of the funniest <laughs> moments for me was just like, I was like, where the fuck are you? Like he's so casual. Like his, his uh, helicopter mm-hmm. mate is like, we're low on fuel. He's like, it's okay. We can get to Canada. And I was like, what? Like, where the fuck are you? I, yeah. I just felt like that moment, mm-hmm. that exchange summed up so much of the <laughs> emotional dynamic of this movie. I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yes. you can get to Canada. You're right outside sure. of Greenland and New York City. It's fine. You're right Obviously. there. Obviously. You're What's okay. The problem? It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite line is <laughs> uh, Looks like history is repeating itself. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, uh, that was gold. That was absolute gold. I mean, they wanted to make sure you caught what was happening. Oh, is that what it was? Because, holy shit, fuck off. <laughs> god this movie was like a cheeky punch to the face (laughs) and i enjoyed some of it (laughs) same same i did i did enjoy it Mm, that's fair do you have anything you'd like to promote bronwyn well, I co-host the Bad Romance podcast. We talk about bad romantic comedies. Sometimes we talk about good ones uh, with uh, Jordan Searle. So if you want to check us out, you can find us on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and social medias, the Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. So, and I'll put that in yeah. the show notes, too. So it'll be easy to find. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And of course, if you want to follow me on social media, uh, you can. Uh, Bronwoom on <laughs> Instagram and TikTok or Bron.computer on Twitter. Although I don't really like I feel like Twitter, I just retweet things mm. and am depressed. So the other ones are more fun. Um, but yeah, that's all for me. Yay. 
Well, Brownwin, thank you so much for joining me for this disaster of a disaster movie. It was so fun. Oh, yeah, this is the best. It was a lot of fun. I really had a lot of fun with this movie because it was so dumb. I will hopefully I will see you soon for another movie. Yes, please. And listeners, thank you for tuning in and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Asylum Case Studies. Special thanks to comedian and podcast host Bronwyn Isaac and a very handsome and talented Andy Slater, our mixer and engineer extraordinaire. Make sure to visit us at AsylumPod.com where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever so you'll never miss a case study. While you're at it, if you found any bit of enjoyment in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Unless you're going to be a dick, then no thank you. So until next time, I'm Tressa Slater, and we can get to Canada in about 20 minutes.